Hello and welcome to the first of our Cheltenham Festival podcasts. I am Paul Gallagher, the self-styled voice of value, and I'm joined today by John Egan and Chris Dixon. Welcome, James. Good to have you both involved. I am... what we're going to look at today are the what we call the championship races pretty much we're throwing the mayor's hurdle into that mix as well so we've got five races to look at which should give us plenty of discussion and then the plan i think is we're going to come back in in a week or two and have a look at the novice races and then if time allows and there's enough um information at hand we'll have maybe have a look at the handicaps nearer at the time but certainly we'll have a look at the, uh, the championship races today um, the first one to look at um, is the Mayor's Hurdle, which is now sponsored by Close Brothers. Uh, we run over two and a half uh, miles, and it looks as though, according to the betting, Benny DeJew is a pretty hot favourite for it. So the que- first question is, do we think Benny DeJew will go for this race, Chris? What's, what are your thoughts? I, I think at this stage, it's, it's, it's really hard to tell, isn't it? Um, I, th- I think she's entered up in this the champion hurdle um, and the, the, the stairs. So and at, at, at this stage, it's it's really you know who knows. And, and, and she's really kind of the probably the, the you know the, the main factor in whether or not you um, you know you, you might fancy somebody else to to win. So from from that perspective, maybe if you if you think she's not going to. Um, turn up in it, and um, you're not wanting to take the no run, the no run, or no bet. Then you might be inclined to maybe sort of take a punt on one at a, at a bigger price. Yeah, what do you think, John? Is is uh, Benny did you a good thing, or what do we think? If she turns up, you would think she's a good thing. However, we did think that last year, and uh, she failed <laughs> at the last. Um, but I don't, I'm not convinced she will turn up. Um, I think Willie Mullins is looking for a champion hurdle horse given um, the two recent injuries to Classical Dream and what's the other one? It's Saudi. Saudi, yeah. Charger, but um, Charger's entered and still looks like going to it. So I, I'm, I think Benedict might go for either the stairs or the champion hurdle. Um, but if she doesn't, I'd fancy her to win it, even with Honeysuckle um, and the race. And if I was picking another horse who I think might run close, would be Stormy Ireland, also a Willie Mullins horse. And I think you can get um, around 7 to 1 at the moment. And I think she's a vastly improved horse from this time last year. So I reckon that um, she could, could win the race if Bennett Dejour does decide to, to go down the, the champion hurdle or the stairs route. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Um, Stormy Island obviously finished second last year to Roxana. Um, she's a horse that I've, I've admired for a while, actually. Um, so, I, yeah, I think if Benny doesn't turn up, that would probably be the one to to, to step up. Um, what's What do we think of a honeysuckle, Chris? Is honeysuckle going to go for this one? Again, probably hard hard to tell. I I think maybe um, 
I wasn't overly impressed with her last run, and uh, she, she did end up um, kind of a, a worthy winner at um, the, the Dublin Racing Festival. But I, I'm not sure Connections would have been overly impressed enough to think that they've got a uh, you know, albeit in a in a weak year, a champion huddle horse on their hands. I, I, I think she's probably going to be more likely to to take her chance in this one, and uh, particularly if uh, if Benny Dew is going to the the champion, and it's it's one. Of those ones that you can see it kind of probably been quite a, a late call depending on what um what Benny did you maybe decides to do um but um yeah I, I think I'd probably still be more inclined certainly that when I was looking through it um last night Stormy Island was the one that, that, that leapt out at me as well and, and I think there's a still getting eight to one in a in a couple of places um which uh, you know it, probably at the moment hard to see her um not placing um at least so that that probably looks like quite a um, quite a decent um, bit of value there at the moment. Yeah, so that's the sensible one. We think Stormy Island each way seven eight to one. Um, because she probably goes for the race in, in all likelihood, and was placed last year and it has actually improved since then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she she's going nowhere else. Um, she's I think th- third in the market and eight, eight to one. Um, and there's quite a, there is quite a few here that are you know, kind of decent um, horses, and, and, and I suppose if it, you know conditions really turn bad, then you know I, I know she didn't run well today, but Magic of Lights, a, a kind of decent horse, and um, you, you never know she might be able to kind of disrupt the places a wee bit. But um, yeah, I, I, I think Stormy Island on, on the face of it kind of ticks a lot of boxes at, at this point in time. Okay. Um, that seems sensible to me. Um, we'll talk about the champion hurdle in a minute. But so, if we all had to have a bet, John, what do you think at this stage? Stormy Island each way for you. Yeah, I think Stormy Island each way. Um, there was a couple of others that I picked out as possible each way shouts. Um, the other reliable lady buttons. If she mm. runs at twenty to one, you'd think that's a decent chance of a place. And a Paul Nichols horse, Silver Forever, at 25 to 1, won a decent race at Sandown last time out. Um, beat a horse called Indefatigable, which feels as if I mention every time I'm on this podcast. But um, at 25 to 1, that's not a bad show either. But um, Stormy Island, yeah, 8 to 1 um, at the moment would be my call. Okay, fair enough. I think I, I would agree with you both there as well. I think that's probably the, a safe one to have a bet on. I think on the day, if Benny Dejou does turn up, um, I'm not sure if if seven or one to, to seven or eight to one about Stormy Island is, is going to look fantastic because I think you'll probably get Benny going off at one or two or something shocking like that. But um, even then, you're st- you're still likely to get your place money back, so it's not a bad shout. Um, and as we saw last year, and with the Annie Powers year, anything. Can and does go wrong in this race. So. Yeah. There could, could be one as well on the day of the race. You know, if, if Benny is turning up, then you're looking at the kind of without markets, um, and, and then it's maybe just you're, you're changing in each way to um, on the nose for for Stormy Island. So um, yeah, yeah okay, we'll wait and see, I guess. Just just to finish up on, I think as a racing a racing man, what we're wanting is uh, both honeysuckle and Benny to turn up in this race and. It should make a good contest. Um, so hopefully both of them do turn up here. Yeah, that's a good shout, isn't it? Uh, it'll actually make a race of it and give you, and you can take a view on it. And you'll probably get a decent, um, a decent bet, maybe even even money about um, about being the Jew if if Honeysuckle turns up as well. 
Okay, doke. So moving on, um, we'll move on. I think next to the Unibet Champion Hurdle. So that's also on the Tuesday, um, and it'll be run over two miles and that extra half a furlong. Um, this race, I have to admit, is one I cannot get my head around at the moment. Dare say, it's the same. Thing. Um, yeah, it's like trying to work out the county huddle or something like that, isn't it? It's really yeah, tough. Um, that's it. It feels like a handicap um, at, at this stage, and you know you should really have a pretty solid view on it. Um, Epitanti heads the betting. It's mm-hmm. our best price, hundred to thirty. Then we've got Pentland Hills fives. Um, Benny the Jew, who we've mentioned earlier, um, sort of best price seven to one. Um, and then Honeysuckle, best price, Tens, Sharjah, um, Super Sunday's one I quite fancy. Um, John, what do you think? Have you got a fancy in this, or do you see it? I don't think um, I've got a, a fancy as such. Um, you, you look through the bosses in there, um, the Epitanti, um, based on that last run at Kempton and the Handicap, she won at Newbury, you would be thinking that's quite a solid bet. Uh, but the one thing that puts me off, especially given the price, was her performance and the uh, Mayor's Novices hurdle last year, um, where she went off favourite and just never ran a race at all, pulled very hard. Um, so you'd have to question whether the track suits. Um, some horses just don't take to, to Cheltenham at all. Um, Pentland Hills could be beat twice off um, very moderate horses and if you look at value point Bally Andy's about three times the price um, the only thing is uh, he has said he's one done from what I gather so could well be that there's improvement there that's um, Pentland Hills has yeah Pentland Hills yeah, 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 um, yeah. so those two I'm, I'm not too keen on just from a price point of view um, I'd be inclined to take a chance at um, a couple of horses in here Thomas Darby and Cool Sublime um, Thomas Darby is a very good hubbler based on last year it went chasing, hasn't worked out um, one sole kind of hurdles race at Ascot a few weeks back, uh, beat a horse called Pictori quite comfortably, finished way back in fifth or sixes, then went on to win the uh, Betfair hurdle last week. Um, of course, the blind was quite fancy to run well at Leopardstown at Christmas, um, but never really ran a proper race. I think the indications were that the horse wasn't himself that day, so at 20 to 1, um, I could be putting a wee each way bet on him as well. And the other horse, which I think intriguing, um, is a horse that ran yesterday, Willie Mullins, Celias Emery. Mm-hmm. And I think he would need to be supplemented for this race, but he was entered over hurdles yesterday. It was pretty impressive and uh, bottomless ground over at Golden Park. And I've been thinking to see what happens there because um, I think Willie Mullins will definitely in or something that's not currently really kind of top of the market at the moment so um, we'll just see what happens there but it's not a strong fancy so I'll probably go a couple of HV pokes on Thomas Darby and Cursed Blind Okie doke, what about yourself Chris, have you got any strong fancies in this and a bit of value as well? 
No, not nothing strong at all. I mean, I, I think um, the, the market's just absolutely all over the place. I mean, if, if you look going back to, to Pentland Hills, you, you've got sort of five to one sort of general price on Pentland Hills, and, and but if you you kind of scroll down, you've got um, sort of fifty to one on Cornerstone Lad. Now, I, I think if, if, if I'm not, not wrong, they sort of ran together at Haydock um, a few weeks back and Pentland Hill just about finished on top but he was kind of given uh, a cornerstone lad was given um, a bit of weight to, to Pentland Hills and there wasn't really much to it but yet you know 10 times the price it just, just doesn't seem um, right at all um, so yeah it, it, it's hard to be um, hard to be confident about any of them at the, at the top of the market I think certainly um, Epitan uh, um, that yeah, the the Chelton thing last year would concern me. Going back to look at that Newbury handicap, I'm, I'm not actually sure the form of that's worked out um, particularly well. Um, albeit, um, you know, she she was extremely impressive in um, in winning it. Um, I, I think probably certainly what I can see myself doing, and probably like, much like John, is maybe taking a taking a swing at a couple at a, at a bigger price on the day. Um, Thomas Darby again was one that um, that kind of leapt out to me. I, I backed him for the Supreme last year. Um, very good um, form at Cheltenham. I, I think the the only thing, and, and it's maybe just the the trainer um, Ollie Murphy seemed to be a bit kind of cagey about who, what his running plans are. And, and the last time, and saying that this, I think this was before he won um, at Scott last time out. It seemed to be suggesting that he was maybe more sort of going down the um, the handicap route. But uh, you know, given given this, how the the, the Champion hurdle shaping up. I, I think you'd be mad not to to have a go. Um, so he'd certainly be the one I'd be interested in. Um, others kind of at, at bigger prices. Um, Silver Streak. Um, I thought might be might be interesting. Yeah. Third uh, last year. Yeah, third third last year. Second to to Um uh, at uh, Kempton at Christmas, and then I think he was also third um, in the fight and fifth as, as well. So f- fairly consistent, um, sort. And I think um, you're kind of getting twenty five to one um, around him about him. And then um, uh, you know, kind of hate myself for saying this, but um, Petit Mouchoir, um, uh, you know, <laughs> if you're taking the form, if you're taking the form at face value, then um, he's, he's been kind of there or thereabouts in all the top Irish races this year so if, if we're taking that for, for what it is you, you know it's, it's probably not out of the question to see him kind of running into a place at, at, at 33-1 whether or not he can you know, could it actually win it? I, I, I'm not so sure, but he's. I think he's finished third before in this, and uh, he, he does seem to be back to a, um, to, to a wee bit of form. So it's, it's it's maybe just a question of between between Silver Street and Pitty Mouchoir, who who you think's the, you know, wh- wh- whether the British form or the, the Irish forms the the, the the kind of stronger thing to to, to go on. But I, I wouldn't rule either of them out and kind of sort of making the frame um, at, at those prices. Yeah, I think they're they're both. Um, in fact, all the, all your picks there that you've you've both highlighted are pretty pretty solid. And, and that's at this time of the year, when it, when it comes to anti post bets or even when there is none on a row bet, like some of the firms are doing now, it's you're really wanting to look for those bigger prices because realistically on the day you're probably still going to get 
um, the favourites aren't going to change too much, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's about putting a bit of value now, and then from for the next month, you sit and hope that the favourites all get injured or get diverted to other races, etc. And you're left sitting with a five to one shot that you're back to thirty threes, and you're you're absolutely laughing. Um, my thoughts on it. Um, I can't have Pentland Hills at all, and we both touched on that. Certainly not at five to one. If you gave me twenty five to one, that's fine, but I can't have them at those prices. Um, the angle I see is Benny the Jew. Just you know, it would be a madness, I think, in this year where she's going to get a, a mayor's allowance, obviously as well. The, the race is cut up completely. This is the perfect chance um, to go stick it in this, and she would be favourite. I mean, I think on the day she would probably go off a bit more money um, if they went for it. So there's actually an argument there for gap for, for sticking a bet on. Um, I think a couple of firms here are five to two um, with a non-runner no bet concession. So mm-hmm. there actually might be an argue an argument for doing that just now. I don't know um, what you guys think, John. What, what do you think of that? I don't know, man. I think the only thing that would put me off, Benny, to you uh, in this race is most of our races have been running against males. And when you actually look who she's beaten, a lot of the time it's, it's not horses you would think are going to be winning races like this, bar Apple Jade on her day, but um, she's always had excuses um, for a lot of her springtime running of late. Um, she did beat that horse in France, the Coup Sublime, was it, which was very mm-hmm. highly rated. Um, so that would be a piece of form you could go on, but yeah, it's not. I wouldn't put you off, but I think probably if I was to be fair, her going for one of the two championship races, it would be the stairs hurdle. Um, I think she looks like more of a stair, but um, I'm sure Willie Mullins will have a good good handle on um, where to place her should she deviate from the males hurdle. Um, just while I'm thinking of another horse that maybe kind of from a price point of view, I would be intrigued to see what your thoughts on uh, is Fusel Raffles. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I've not got the prices in front of me, but... I think he's 16s, I think, so he can sort of generally get in most places. Yeah, yeah that's right. Aye. And that's non-runner row bet as well, certainly with bet um, 365, Sky bet, yeah, 16-1. Yeah, well, it's disappointed a couple of times, but if you look back at the form um, from last year... Um, that would have as good a chance as a lot of these other horses. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's just a question mark whether that form can be recaptured. But it's 16 to 1, might not be the worst bet. Yeah, it's a week. It's definitely a week um, renewal, or it looks like it's going to be anyway. Um, so, yeah, mm. wouldn't put anyone off anything at big odds like that. But mm. I think basically my kind of overriding kind of feeling here is that Petland. Hills is far too short given two runs he's had this year, so um, far too short for me. Okay, so um, it's I, I think it's probably no bet at the moment for me. Um, Sharjah and Super Sunday are the two I sort of circled on my on my notes as potential um, bets, but I think I, I don't think they'll get much shorter come the day. So I'll have a have a look at that and see if they get there fitting well on the day. Um, if I had to push you for one selection, John, who would you go for? Um, I would go for Tour Sublime at 20 to 1. Okay. Chris? I think if he runs Thomas Darby, 
Um, and I think also he's twenties um, non-runner no bet. Um, sorry, he's twenties um, with, without the non-runner no bet at, at, at the yeah. moment. Um, you can't sixteen um, non-runner no bet at the moment. But I, I, I think to be fair, I, I, I'm not sure I could see him his price contracting that that much given the the, the top of the market. Um, so I, I, I don't think there's any bet at the moment um, for me. So wait and see. Okay, doc. Right, we'll move on swiftly um, to. The Champion Chase, Queen Mother Champion Chase, where hopefully you guys have got some pretty strong views. Um, this one's run just under, it's just under two miles in distance, and last year was one um, pretty impressive style, or at least coming up the running by Altior. Um, do we think Altior can win again, Chris? Um, absolutely. I, mean, I, I think it's, it's no secret. It seems to be between um, the, the top three in the market. Um the the only deal negative you would have against Altior is getting beat by Surname. Um but you know that, that that's his only blemish in what about nineteen or twenty races and um you know if if he'd and he wasn't you know kind of that far behind Surname um at, at, at the end of the day so otherwise I think he's um, you know a lot of people are, are, are saying he's not the, not the best preparation but but actually if you look back um. His first time it won it, he didn't really um, have a great preparation either, and, and still managed to, um, to to get the job done. So I, I don't really see that this year's um, dramatically different from um, from any other year. I, I, I guess you know, <coughs> given given some names past couple of runnings, you, know, you can arguably make excuses for for both of them, but you, you do maybe question a wee bit, um, you know. I, how good the the kind of surname form of last year was, and, and indeed if um, if Altior's also on the on the downgrade, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think you still get um, still get every chance, and, and you know hard to see him. Um, you know if, if he does get beat, he's he's not going to be a million miles away, is he? No, I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, I, I mean, given given my showing my hand here, if I say that I, I think he's the bet at the moment. But um, yeah, I think I think he's he's the guy who's proven over course and distance twice. And uh, okay, he's had a, a, a bit of a blip against Surname, but that was taking Surname on um, on terms that Surname really enjoys, and he wasn't actually beaten that far. Uh, he's then come back um, last week and, and looked really impressive. I thought so. It's just he's a winner. He's a horse that doesn't like to get beat and, and non-horse people will laugh at you when you say that and that's just an animal but he's just coming up the hill there and he gets just one wee reminder with a whip and honestly just bolts in um, yep. and it was the same in last year or, or very similar circumstances in last year's champion chase when he looked oh he might, he might be struggling here and you know his unrunning price probably jumped up a bit and then all of a sudden Nico asks him a question and he just goes yep yeah, I'm going to go and win it up the running thanks very much and actually wins it quite closely um, so for me, um, he's he's a class act. But uh, we've got Daffy Desoy, who's the sort of young pretender, as it were, and Shaka and Porsois, who both look pretty classy. Um, what do you think, John? Do you prefer either of those two, or what your um, I am quite adamant that Altior will go win this one. Um, like someone's going to argue about Daffy. Um, I won't challenge that too much because there's obviously a strong case to answer there um, that, that he can go on and win this. Not too keen on um, Chaka and Pursua. Um I think it's between Altior or Defi. Um, 
But ultimately, you've kind of just spelled it out, um, what exactly I was going to say there. Um, I think just the course form, um, just the way it powers up that hill. And if you look at the prices, they're, they're both, I think, two to one. So yeah, it's it's almost sort of there. pick your uh, it's almost sort of pick your horse from the three of them. Two to one Altior, <laughs> best price ninety four Defy, and then yeah. Shatan maybe about eleven to four. So yeah, yeah given Altior's the the two times winner, um, I don't think there's much much value um, going for Defy. If he was four to one, then then certainly I could see um, that being the pick. But certainly Altior for me, and just just to go back on the campaign he's had like he's ran that race against something um which everyone was wanting to take place let's not um beat about the bush um but since then if you look at something's running the king george um not really ran to what we'd have hoped and then yesterday um wasn't the kind of race we'd expect from a horse like something either so you got to kind of perhaps give credit to Nicky Henderson by just putting the horse away and making sure he's fit for the return and week wasn't the greatest performance Salty will ever um, produce. He won the race and I believe it'll come on for, for that race when it runs at Cheltenham in a few weeks' time. So credit to Nicky for um, not running them in the King George or any of the Ascot races um, after that. And I think that, yeah, he'll be really, really sharp come come next month. Yeah, tend to agree with you, Chris. What do you think? Is Altiogan, is, is he the likely winner, or do you fancy one of the other ones? Um, yeah, I, I think he probably is the, 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 the likely winner, or the likeliest winner. Um, it's, you, you, you can have negatives about all the see at the top of the market. Um, whether or not he's he's a bet for me at, at two to one, and, and I guess you know particularly given how you know how close the other two are likely to be to him, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, so kind of scrolling down, I, I thought and the, the negative against him is I've not actually. Um, heard much um, about him in the past few months, but I thought that Politologue um, <coughs> might still be quite interesting for this, um, and I think you can you can get sort of sort of between twenty to thirty three to one um, at, at the moment. Um, he got very close last year um, to Altior um, in this, um, and actually, if you if you go back to um, the, I think it was the Schleur chase in, um, in the November meeting. He did finish second to, to, to Defi de Soy. Um, but yeah, he was pretty was, close there as well. Was, it was pretty yeah. close and, and, and he, was giving him, he was giving him weight. And also, I, I, I don't really think um, he, he kind of tried to make the running um, that day, which I don't really think suits him um, particularly well. So um, I, I, I just wonder, Nichols seemed, I think, from memory, sort of put him away for quite a long time before last year's champion chase. Um, and I wonder if he thinks he's kind of trying the same again um, when, when he run an absolute um, stormer um, or might actually help him. Sorry, I'm just looking at here. He actually, um, he actually ran in that um, 
um, Ascot race yesterday, um, last year. Um, yeah. that, that was absolutely nowhere. So it might, might be a wee bit of a concern that um, we've, we've kind of not seen him since. Seen I, him. Think it, I think it was the uh, it was the Tangle Creek. Um, so I, that, that 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 would be quite a quite a long uh, a long time off now. But um, yeah, if, if if he turned up, um, I'd, I'd like to think that um, he had a kind of had a, a decent enough chance in this. Yeah, you wouldn't put it past Nichols to be able to produce him fresh, you know, if that was if that's the, the approach he's going for. Um you know, to try, to just sort of get him right on James, the day if he that's the right sorry. thing. Yeah. Sorry, sorry there. Um Palatlo on his day is a very good horse, but he's just so inconsistent. You just mm-hmm. never know when he's gonna turn up. Yeah, I, 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 it's that inconsistency, isn't it? Um I mean, the thing is, if you're looking at you're looking at thirty three to one um, without the non runner no bet, or twenty to one with non runner no bet, it's maybe worth taking a punt. And just saying, yeah, yeah, I think he's likely to he's likely to um, if he's likely to go and you know try and run run some of them close because it may well be that two or three of the of the, the sort of front runners in the market. Um, cut each other's throats, and, and you know you, you don't know how the race is going mm-hmm. to pan out yeah. in terms of pace angle. Um, they might try to take each other on too early, and he's able to he's able to pick up the pieces, or yeah. you know whatever. There might be a bit of race tactics that come into it, um, and he's a forgotten horse because um, he's he, he does have some decent back class, and he's not over the hill yet. He's only nine, do you know what I mean? So he's still yeah. <laughs> he's still got that potential. Um, yep, yeah, so definitely want to consider my bet for the race is Altior, um, and I think I, I'm going to try and. Um, after we're done recording this, try and put together a few of the favourites, um, maybe the, with the normal no bet, and, and try and pair them up and see. I, I do try and do that every year. It doesn't always end well. Um, <laughs> horrible memories of uh, horrible <laughs> memories of the time that Annie Pillar fell in the mares. I think you were sitting next to me, Chris, in the pillar. Oh, was, I was, yeah, I, I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't pretty, but um, I, I try to do it every year anyway, so I'll probably do that. But uh, yeah. Altio is the one I take from it. Um, I think two to one is probably too big a price. Um, so will we will we move on to the the, the race on thir- the two races on Thursday that we're going to look at the Ryanair um, being the first of those Ryanair chase probably technically not a te- technically not a championship race as it was, but it's um, it's not a handicap and it's one that we'll probably be able to form a view on um, quite a bit out and and there's, there's there's some pretty strong markets available as well. It's run over. Um, Two miles, four and a half furlongs, so just over two and a half miles. Um, last year, it was one in uh, memorable style by Frodon, um, who beat ASO and Road to Respect. Do we think Frodon can do it again this year, John? Um, I wouldn't rule it out. It's Frodon, isn't it? Um, it's, it's just a... Well, as you'll remember, I ruled out uh, much to my stuff <laughs> last year in no uncertain terms. Uh, yes, well, I know. I have to admit when I'm wrong, it happens more often than not. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to do the same this year. Yeah, um, no, nah, I, would, I wouldn't rule Frodon out. Um, but there's just there's a lot of kind of good horses like Frodon in this race. If you look at the top of the market, I do think... Um, the favourite's quite solid. Um, close and distance winner last year. And yeah, run at Christmas was, was very impressive. So um, that would be quite a solid favourite. 
in my opinion. Is he definitely going to go for this, though? And it seems to be the way the market's heading, but you'd have to think, I mean, that defeat of um, Shakan Persois was quite impressive, wasn't it? And it yeah. um, over two two miles, but um, yeah, it, it, it's uh, kind of hard. I'm not sure he's actually. I think he has he ran over this distance so far this year. No, he was due to run. Uh, I suppose that was two miles as well. Um, became a non-runner, but. At, um, yeah, it's an interesting one because they stepped yeah. him up at Punchestown last year to three miles, and that didn't really work. He might have, that might have just have been maybe one run too many in the last season, but. Um, It'll be interesting to see. There's an, an argument there if Shakan Poissois is as good as um, people seem to think he is, um, that maybe Aplutar goes champion chase. I don't. I haven't heard much from the Bromhead in terms of comments or anything like that. Um, I don't know if either of you guys have. Yes, we really don't know to be honest. Um, but I think the kind of vibe seem to be that he will run in the Ryan Air. So. If we're going on that, I think he's a solid, solid favourite there. Um, look, I do have one who ran yesterday. Uh, horse called Chrissy's Dream. Now again, um, we don't know how this horse is going to go to the Ryanair or whether he's going to go to the Gold Cup. But I was pretty impressed by his run, and you can get sixty-five to one on the exchange. So that's a massive price. If if he does run here, he won't make it off sixty-five to one. So um, as a kind of long shot, I wouldn't be against putting a couple of quid on him at the moment. Um, but I think the favourite, if he runs here, he'll be quite tough to beat. Yeah, that's interesting on Chris's dream. Um, I hadn't really, I hadn't really looked at that one as an option. Um, you can, I'm just looking here. It looks like you can get sixty-six to one even on the Betfair Sportsbook as well. So you could get an each way bet on that if, if you were that way inclined. Um, drops down to sixteens and twenties with the non non runner no bet. But uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Um, Chris, what do you think? Do you have any thoughts on it? Uh, probably comes no real surprise to you, given that you know how much a fan I am of the horse. But I, I just think Frodon looks, you know, pretty solid. And you know, sixty-one, thirteen to two around. Um, I, I don't think it's actually a, a, a great race. Um, and um, looking at the, the two ahead of him in the market, Aplutard, you know, yeah, admittedly was very impressive last year. Um, winning the, I think it was the Close Brothers, he, he won. Um, yeah. So, you know, on, on the face, so it should get the trip. Then again, very impressive, kind of beating Shaka and Persuade. But, um, you know, that, that, this is still a, a, a kind of step up from, from there. And, a, and I'm not sure I would make him kind of half the price um, than, than last year's winner. Um, Min, uh, you know, a, another horse I really like, um, has won over kind of the. Um, sort of two and a half uh, entry last year, and uh, again very impressive in doing so. But I, I think that you know two and a half at entries are a very different kettle of fish from two and a half at Cheltenham. And um, yeah, I, 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 again on on the price, I don't think I would have him so far ahead um, of Frodon. So I, I, it's probably hard to see um, Frodon really being um, you know out of the out of the places. I, 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 there looks to be probably a bit of a you know, weaker race than last year, maybe. Um, you, you, you've not got your foot pad, certainly. Um, I'm not sure. Indeso uh, was certainly 
certainly entered in, in this, but he's he's not really. Um, I think he's probably a bit, a bit over the hill now to, to kind of really be a threat in, um, in, in this one. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I think each way, so 6 to 1, 13 to 2, you know, that, that's, um, that, that's a pretty good bet at this stage. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so you're thinking fraud on. I mean, you're getting, as you say, non runner no bet six to one for last year's winner. I think that's actually probably decent value. I'm not saying I'm going to back fraud on that. That would be sacrilege, but uh, <laughs> you can't. You can't now. I can't. I've had it. I've made my soul now. I've made my bed and still lie in it. Um, but yeah, that that seems sensible to me. I think a lot of people obviously are looking for the improver with our Plutard and obviously. Um, Good win last year, but that that was a handicap, and as we know, it is a it is a big step up from the handicaps into um into the proper graded races, the grade ones. So yeah, that's a question mark. Um, the, the other thing I should say, did, just uh, John was talking about Chrissy's team there. The the horse that finished second to Chrissy's team, um, yesterday was Shattered Love. Now she's not really um kind of kicked the ball. Um, for the for the past few months, but um, certainly it looked like she was kind of getting uh, you know at least closer um, to her old self, and of course she won the, um, the what was the the GLT um, a couple of years ago. Now um, possibly still a bit of a stretch this year, maybe uh, <coughs> winning this, but um, again you can get um, fifty to one um, on her, and particularly if the if the ground came up. Um, quite soft. That that might look um, quite decent um, on the day. Yeah, Shattered Love's a horse that I really, I really uh, have a soft spot for. I think I backed her um, when she won that GLT. Um, so you always remember that a horse that wins for you at Cheltenham. Um, in fact, we'll come on to one of those later on that I've still got a soft spot for. Um, my thoughts on the on the Ryanair. I, I think actually Min is a is a good shout. My, my concern, um, I think it was you picked up on it, Chris, is. You know, is this his perfect distance at Cheltenham? Is it going to just be half a furlong too far coming up the hill, perhaps? But um, I was at Aintree on the Friday um, last year and he, he nearly lapped them. It was just like, it was the most incredible performance to see in the flesh. Sometimes those maybe stay with you, you know, too much and it sort of, mm. you know, it sort of skews your judgment a wee bit, but I just thought that was fantastic. And, and you know, he's got some, he's got plenty of back class, he's got decent form at the festival. Um, and I just thought he, he, he looked to me like the most likely winner, actually. Um, now, is he a bet at 72? Probably not. I, I think I'd probably just wait till the day. So I don't think he'll shorten much, but he's definitely one that I'm, I'm having a look at considering. Um, because uh, yeah, I just think he's, he said he's had actually two pretty good runs. He did win at Punchestown, didn't he? Over two and a half as well. And um, it was pretty impressive, albeit opposition probably not as strong as he's going to face in the Ryanair. But um, I think he could be he could be really interesting one if he turns up there. Um, any any love for Aso? Does anybody fancy? Mm, that how he's only a ten year old. He's probably getting to that stage. I think I think he's maybe his, his chance was last year. Yeah, he's peaked already. Um, yeah, and I, I think um, going back to and just looking here, Huntington um, seemed to be kind of beaten. Um, kind of all, all, all ends up by top notch. Finished finished the. Uh, 
was it fifth there, sort of twenty four lengths distant. Um, a, a classy horse, and I guess you could could never um, sort of fully um, fully rule him out given his, his good record in the race. The, the, the other one I kind of half had I thought about was Sepage. Um, yeah, I, 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 I think they're around similar prices, but I'm, I'm just yeah. not sure he's quite get the quite get the class to um, even of a of an ASO to actually get close in this. Okay, so Ryanair, Dicko, you're going with uh, Frodon. John, did you come down on one that you definitely fancied? I'd be quite keen on Appletard, to be honest, and uh, Chrissy's Dream, or a few quid on that as well. Ah, yeah, each way, why not? Um, okay, so my my choice would be a tentative min, but it'll probably be a wait until the day um, and decide to make sure he gets there safe and sound. Okay, uh, the second big race that we're going to look at on the Thursday is the Paddy Power Stairs Hurdle, the old world hurdle, um, run over three miles, um, won last year in a nice style by Paisley Park, um, Sam Spinner was second, Faheen was third, um, do we think Paisley Park's going to do the business again, Chris, what do you reckon? I mean, it, it would only be if, if Benny did you turned up that there would be any question marks about it. But um, yeah, I, I, I think Paisley Park's pretty solid. Um, I think even if, if Benny did you did turn up, I'd still be fancying Paisley Park to, to win this. And and uh, yeah, there, there's you know looking looking through the rest of the potential runners, there's, there's not a. a, a, a whole lot to get excited about really so um, yeah I think Paisley, Paisley Park wins this Yeah what do you think John are you of the same opinion? Yeah pretty much exactly the same Benny DeJure turns up um, wouldn't be a bad thing because you're going to get a bigger price about the Park but I'd still fancy him to go on and win this a um, couple have picked out um, again yesterday one of the horses that ran Emmaton mm. and you're getting 13s at the moment so that could be an each way bet if um, there's further improvement there and the other one's a bit of a kind of long shot but I think potential could run into a place it's a horse called the Jam Man um, this is a horse who <laughs> was quite infamous over the summer uh, rather than a few kind of low-level chases at Suffolk, where the trainer ended up getting interrogated by the stewards. Oh, uh, I remember that now, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so the, um, the horse has improved a great deal. Um, ran at one of the Cheltenham handicaps, I think, December, and ran quite well. So but this horse is a, horse, a race, sorry, that always kind of, had the old kind of long, kind of longer odds horse running into place. So um, the jam man at forty to one uh, would be a small each way play here as well. Yeah, you're going for that non-runner no bet then, just in case. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he could yeah. well be that horse is in the handicap, one of the handicaps. So um, I'm not really sure that he will run. But if you're getting non-runner no bet, then nothing to lose, have you? Yeah, makes sense. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I think that's a that's a decent show. I'd certainly be, be interested in him at a, at a bigger price if he if he turned up. But maybe getting into the places. The only um, even at a, a, a bigger price, the only one in I, I kind of saw that the moment um, might look interesting. I, I just wonder yesterday, um, the world's end obviously didn't run particularly well. Um, I tell me about it. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I had the mortgage on it. Get, uh, get pulled, pulled up, I think, in the end. 
but you know he can sometimes be quite a quite a funny place and um, you know there's, there's a lot of horses just that you know the, the conditions they they can you know they, they don't take to it on the day and, and, and whatever and then next time they, they actually do quite well so so the kind of 50 to one in a couple of places um floating around on the world's end you know uh, Nothing. I, I I wouldn't give them any chance of winning it, but but might you know. But otherwise, apart from yesterday, they had been running quite well this year, so um, you know, not out of the question he could place. But I think that this is one. Um, probably wait until the day to see if Benny Dejou turns up, and then probably more interesting looking at the the without um, Paisley Park market um, if, it, if it's just himself. Yeah, I suppose if if Benny Dejou turns up, you might you might get a slightly better price on yeah, Paisley. Yeah. Um, for me, course and distance form is crucial in this race. We've seen it's a race where there's so many previous winners that come back and do the business. Um, big bucks and all that, you know, um, over the years, you know, multiple winners of the race. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident in Paisley Park. Um, whether I'm going to be lumping on it sort of 8 to 11 um, is a different question. But what I will do, I think, is probably put it in my multiples I mentioned earlier um, for a bit of fun. Um um, the, the the one other one okay. just um, to, to, to to cut in here, yeah. Paul. Um, Sorry, it, I was rambling anyway. It's good. Um, it was running today, I think. Um, it seemed a kind of I didn't see the race, but it seemed a kind of solid enough performance with with Penn Hill. Um, I, I, again, would be one more in the kind of without. Um, market probably, but he's been there. Um, kind of Albert Bartlett winner, winner world. Yeah. Uh, World Hurdle winner, um, so you know if, if he turned up, um, might be might be worth a squeak at kind of um, bigger prices. Yeah, um, well beaten there by by Benny the Jew, but not a horse that runs too often. Um, so yeah, actually, there, yeah. such a horse that's run quite a bit this year compared to previous seasons. Um, I think this is its third run today, so. I think previously it just went straight to Cheltenham. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's one of Tony Bloom's horses, and I think we all know when the money's down that one of his horses is expected to do well. Now, the money did come down on it today, but um, obviously cracking smart was um, too good for it on the day. So um, if the money comes for it, you know, you're expecting it to run well. Yeah, yeah, definitely want to keep an eye on then. Pen Hill. Okay, um, we'll move on then. Final race of this podcast um, is the big one itself, the Magnus Shelton Gold Cup, which will be done on a Friday. As we know, it's run over three miles, two and a half furlongs, and last year was won in great style by Aldoon Photo, beating Annabelle Fly and Bristol Demai. Um, probably a, a bookie's benefit last year, really. They were all double-figure prices, the top three. Um John, have you got any thoughts this year on who's the likely winner or any decent each Yeah, if you look at Alden Photo, you can't really pick any fault in him, but it's just the kind of how difficult it is to win it twice. Um, kind of history shows that it's really, really tough to do that. So at 7-2, I wouldn't be, be picking him on that basis. Um, Santini, I think, is far too short. Um, if you look at at last run, yeah, he's done well, stayed done well, but if, if Bristol Demai didn't hit the third last, I reckon he might well have went on and won that race. Um, if you look at the prices, Santini's 7-2, to two, 
and Bristol Demise thirty three to one. So that's a massive, uh, massive difference there. Um, yeah. Clander de Bois, I think, is a Kempton specialist, so I wouldn't be too keen on him. Uh, Native River, I think, the ground's soft. I can see him being a player. Um, so the one that I would be going for is Delta Work. Um, one of those two great ones is fantastic form. Um, I think it looks as if it could stay. I reckon if that race at Leopardstown was a further two furlongs, um, which would be the Gold Cup trip, he would have went on to win that race by several lengths. He, he was starting to really kind of get going there at the end. Um, so I'd be going for Delta Work. Um, but if I was having a few pence each way, Bristol to my at 33 to 1, um, I don't think it's a bad shout. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Bristol to my um, did well last year, so they sort of answered some of the Haydock questions anyway by getting a place in the race last year. Um, yeah, and I can't argue with you, Delta Work, I think, of the sort of the ones at the top of the market, the sort of three favourites, as it were. Um, yeah, Delta Work's a nice price. Um, and it's probably the, probably the value pick of those three. Chris, what do you reckon? Have you got one that you fancy? Yeah, very much um, kind of similar line. I think there's John at the, at the top of the market. That Delta Works absolutely the bet. It's, uh, I think the, the two worst price horses at the moment are uh, Centini and, and Lost in Translation. Um, kind of hard to, you know, I, I like Centini as a horse, but you know, hard to see what he's done. Merits merits 72 when the, the same book he's offering six, sixes on, uh, on Delta Works. So, um yeah, you know, Delta work um, for for me should um, should should really be fine for for favouritism. Done if you take away the kind of down royal run at the start of the season, you know, last two times out he's been very impressive. He's beaten um, good horses in behind him, great um, kind of festival um, record as well. So, um, you know, an awful lot of positives in his favour, and I think six to one is not a um, not actually a bad shout. Um, yeah, Native River again. If it, if it comes up soft, I think you'd make a case for him. The the one the one I was going to mention at a slightly bigger price was actually the one uh, John mentioned for the the Ryanair um, in Chrissy's Dream. Um, I think um, you can you can currently get sort of thirty three to one um, about him. Um, mm. Albeit I'm not getting the the non runner no bet um, concession. Um, I think if he goes, he's possibly more likely to go for this, just given the amount of uh, you know looking through his form more at the, the, the kind of um, longer trip. Um, and I think it was the the, the Troy Towny one um, back in. Um, November um, and kind of quite quite decent style. Like again, obviously, um, that that's a handicap and a, and a massive step up here. But it was quite an impl- impressive performance um, yesterday from the um, from the front. And uh, you know, you, you quite often find that there's um, there's maybe a horse in the Gold Cup that um, does come um, and sort of takes everyone by surprise a, a, a wee bit. Um, and, and on the kind of sort of evidence that we do have, I, th- I think he should should be capable of staying the trip. So, um, yeah, if, if you're wanting to take up onto something a, a, a bit bigger, then it would be, be Chrissy's dream. But um, could could probably see him being, uh, you know, quite a quite a big price on the day as well. You know, there, there are quite a few in here that are um, all going to be the the head of the market, and, and mm-hmm. a lot of them are, a lot of them are quite kind of grouped quite closely at the moment. So um, I'd expect that them to kind of separate a bit on the day. So, um, but certainly at, at the moment, it'd be it'd be delta work for me. 
Okay, two votes for Delta. I think you've both uh, sort of convinced me that he's the he's the value pick from the front three. Um, my thoughts, you might not be surprised to hear. Um, I think I still think presenting Percy's got a chance. Um, he's not set the hair on fire. Certainly last year um, came up short. It wasn't wasn't good enough. Um, but there's arguably some excuses for that. Um, and I just think a, a double figure price. I think he's. I certainly won't let him go on back. Put it that way. Um, I think he might actually drift um, between now and the day. To be honest, um, because he's not going to run again, and the front three will take a lot of the money. So I think he, he could end up um, going off sort of fourteen or sixteen to one. But I'll be backing him one way or the other. Um, and I, yeah, I agree with you guys on uh, Delta works pretty solid. Um, so uh, yeah, those are probably the two that I would be. Picking out at the moment um, with a view to the, the big day. Any other thoughts on that race or anything else? Just yeah. boys from here. Yeah, Paul, just um, something that might put you off presenting Percy as um, Pat oh. Kelly, the trainer. Um, he's had one winner in the last uh, 18 months. Yes, there was some, somewhere I heard that on a podcast the other yeah. day. Um, uh, I know, but I mean, that might even be a stronger case for saying actually that Percy's just, oh no, he's just been unlucky because Pat Kelly's having a stinker. Um, yeah. Or, you know, would it be better if Percy was with Mullins or, or Elliot or one of these big boys and mm. um, they're able to target the, target the horses for the, the big day? Um, I, I just, I keep going back to that RSA win. And, yeah, and again, it was one where I was actually at the race and, you know, cheered him on and it was just so impressive. But, yeah, he's not at the same height since then. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think you're you're right. I mean, if he, if he starts drifting from his current price to to kind of fourteen to one, sixteen to one, then then you know, absolutely, he's, he's a bet at that price. Um, and I mean, it, 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 it'd be kind of, I wouldn't be discouraged from his, his last couple of runs. I thought I thought he kind of um, done um, quite well, and, he, and he's not actually got. Um, kind of a ton of experience at uh, at this level um, over um, uh, over fences. So um, you, you know, it's uh, he's, he's kind of a, he's an interesting one. Um, but uh, maybe an yeah. argument that the the Gold Cup run came sort of a bit too early for him. You know, in terms because all he had in the, the the run up to that in terms of his preparation was one run and a hurdle. Um, well, that, you know. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very different from um, from two grade ones that are that are highly competitive. So, uh, you know, you could argue there's still a wee bit of improvement to come um, in him, and and also you, you would like to think that given he's, he's kind of course um, course record, if he could kind of take away, you know, put a line through um, last year, when I don't, you know, for a number of reasons, I don't think he was he was just quite right then. Um, yeah, you, you know, anything yeah, I mean, to, yeah, double figure about him is kind of not a, not a bad um, price. That's what yeah, I'm thinking. Um, considering he wasn't beaten too far um, at Leopold's Town. Yeah, that's it. He wasn't. I wasn't beating Miles by Delta. Last year, you know, they say he came back lame. Um, a jockey said, "I'm just reading from the recent post sort of notes on the race that the horse was never travelling. The saddle slipped apparently, um, and either vet confirmed that he'd, he'd finished lame. So." If you just ignore that and look at the rest of his form, it's pretty solid. So, yeah, I think I'll be going in with him again. It's maybe not a, a bet to advise everybody to back, but I just feel like there's some unfinished business with him. Um, and there's there's no other horse that's that's massive. The interesting one, just before we finish, actually, I wanted to mention this. You both mentioned Native River. 
totally agree. Um, if it comes up soft, you know, you, you've got to you've got to get involved. You can't leave him unbacked. The problem being, if it, if it turns up soft in the day, he'll probably be half the price he is just now, realistically. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if there's an argument um, for actually just. I mean, he, he does run. He does run well enough on good ground. I mean, his last run there um, at Newbury on good ground. Um, okay, it's it's nowhere near the quality of a Gold Cup, but he does go on the ground, um, you know, and um, he ran well at Aintree as well um, on sort of good to soft, good to soft ground in December. So I wonder if there's an argument there. Non-runner, no bet, ten to one, having an each way bet on Native River just now, and then just keeping your fingers crossed that there's a downpour the night before. Um, or even you know that it's it's good to soft, but he still manages to stay on past beat horses into a place. What do you think? Yeah, I wouldn't put it off if you're doing that. Um, I think he's he's always got a chance of placing. Um, he's that kind of horse. He's just a high class horse, which um, has a great record if you look at all his runs. So um, regardless of the ground, I think ten to one as an each way bet um, isn't too bad. But you're probably going to get four places on the day, whereas at the moment, anti-post, you're looking at three, so um, if yeah. it was 21 with four places, I'd be far more confident, um, but um, yeah, it's not a bad shout, but I would probably just hold off until the day to see see what he's looking like in terms of the ground. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think there's, there's, there's a few you can also see kind of in the markets, kind of um, drifting a wee bit as well. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure the, the Centene price and the Washington Translation price. Um, maybe even Clan de Zobo. I, I, I could see them all being sort of fairly volatile, um, kind of the, the closer we get um, to it. So that, that there might be a bit of um, movement there anyway. And, and maybe maybe would be one of those ones that starts to um, just starts to, to, to drift out a, a, a wee bit. So, uh, but yeah, no, I, I don't think it's, uh, it's not the worst route. Okay, I think that wraps us up, gentlemen. Um, we've managed to get this finished just before the hour mark, which will please select a bit who doesn't like us um, prattling on for too long. Big shout out to him and thanks for doing all the editing on these as well. And um, hopefully you two will be able to join me in the next week or so and we'll have a look at all the novice races and uh, try and pick out some value from the young team uh, that are going to the festival for the first time this year. So yeah. thanks very much. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks, Chris. No worries. Thanks for having us on. And thanks to you, John, as well. Yeah, thanks again, mate. Cheers. All right, boys. Talk to you soon. Cheers. 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 Bye. 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 Bye.